0: today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast spider-man has hit the ground running with 117 million on opening weekend set photos toy teases and casting calls hint at big roles in the upcoming in three upcoming MCU films click here to find out more uh, and Marvel's New Warriors main cast has been announced
1: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matt Carroll, and I am Jeff Randall. Oh man, we've got so much to get to today, and so little time. So let's just let's just get right into the news, my friend. What you got?
0: Well, Spider Man came out last week. That's pretty big news, right? It did, and it did great. It did great. It had 117 million domestically on opening weekend. It has. So far, as of as of Wednesday night, it has hit two hundred ninety three point six million. Oh my goodness! Worldwide,
1: that's great in just a week's time. Yeah, I was noticing that it's it's gaining on Guardians too. Uh, it's definitely like making money throughout the week. It made like it didn't have as high of an opening, but throughout this week, it's like gained on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm pretty excited for Spider Man. I think I really think it's going to have legs like nobody's business. Like eight of them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, the uh, the thing that I worry about this week, uh, mostly this weekend, is the war for the Planet of the Apes movie. Oh yeah, because um, that one has it's got the best reviews of the Planet of the Apes movie, and the second one debuted with like seventy ish million. Um, oh yeah. So that could you know if it has even that amount is substantial enough to take a lot of uh, a lot of money away from Spider Man. And uh, take it off of that number one spot. That's This week is going to be like the critical point to see whether or not Spider-Man has the the staying power to really make a lot.
1: Yeah, well, we've seen in the past, like with Guardians, a movie dip below one and then come back to number one. Yeah. So well, I think that could happen with this. I guess the issue with that is that
0: in uh, in a week or two, there's a there's other really big movies. Like Valerian and the, the City of a Thousand Planets comes out next weekend. It's very sweet of you Dunkirk. to call that a big
1: movie. Uh, Dunkirk. Dunkirk, I don't feel like, is going to pull much away from Spider-Man, though. I don't know, man. I think the kids are going to go see Spider-Man. Is what, This, more than any other MCU movie, this has, like, just p- parents want to take their children to see this movie. That's you know, true. Like, I, I just imagine theaters full of children. I went to see it on opening night, so it's a lot more like just uber nerds like me were there, like men in their (laughs) thirties. But like, (laughs) but, uh, that now includes me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hate this demographic. (laughs) Men in their thirties were there to see it that night, but I think the theaters are going to continue to be filled with like throughout the summer, even with just like, children children like
0: if you look at the daily uh the daily numbers on it like it drops a little bit for uh, for monday but then the next day it goes up like it, right. it has a higher it's gonna amount. have a
1: really it's gonna have a really good like weekday totals like the summer p- parents look for things to take their kids to and like sometimes you take you know five or six children to see a movie just to get them out of the, your hair or whatever yeah like um, shit, sit down shut up and watch this yeah so i really I, I just think it 's got potential in a way that a lot of movies don 't have. I think when you see that iron man 's on iron man as even even though I love him, you love him he 's an adult hero you know he's he 's one of the older heroes we 've had on screen he 's in his fifties yeah like that that doesn 't connect nearly as much as a kid running around in a spider man costume. This is just such a such a different look. It's a great kinda.
0: time for kids comic book movies.
1: yeah, really excited <laughs> for for how they're
0: gonna do but anyway I, I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see how they do with the Captain America PSAs. I want more of those. Yeah and I hear we're getting more. We're getting more of those. It's been confirmed that on the home release the Blu-ray will include more of those Captain America
1: PSAs.
0: Yeah, I want to see how Steve Rogers tries to tell me how to grow up.
1: Uh, like, dude, I, I'm going to like use those as actual life lessons, no matter no matter what they say.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to try
1: to use those as actual life lessons. That sounds awesome. <laughs> so you got detention. <laughs> Turns chair around, sits in it backwards. I love it so much. For the I real just, talk. I, just... <laughs> <laughs> I love those. And you know when they told him to do that, he's like, sit around backwards in a chair? We didn't do that in my time. <laughs> we didn't do that in my time.
0: <laughs> Must be one of these newfangled kids things. <laughs> oh, man. So, I guess, uh, you know, speaking of home releases, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 home release has been announced for uh, August 8th is the digital release for, like, Amazon and iTunes and, and like, Disney Digital or whatever. Uh, August 22nd is going to be the Blu-ray and DVD release. And nice. um, it's going to be Disney's first 4K
1: format release really? as well. Yep. That surprises me. Well, I don't know. Disney just just hasn't put anything else out like that yet. I guess I just... I I know that 4K content is kind of few and far between, but I I didn't realize that... I guess I thought most movies were put out in 4K. I just didn't know because I don't have a 4K TV. Right. But that's that's interesting. Most people don't.
0: Yeah. But if you think about it, though, what movie do you think would be best in 4K?
1: Guardians is definitely up, up there. I mean, those final fight sequences in 4K would look amazing. Yeah. James Gunn has talked
0: about, like, specifically he has slaved over the home release so that uh, when in 4K it looks as crisp and amazing, probably more so than it does in the theaters. Like, it's going to look amazing in 4K. And I'm like, man, maybe I need to get a new projector already. Like, I've only had this one, like, almost a year, but, like... I might have to get a 4K one <laughs> or like, you know, what if I get like a 30
1: inch 4K TV? Is that okay? Is that, is that enough? No, man, that's no? definitely not enough. Okay. Yeah. They're dropping so much though. This week I was looking online and it wasn't a good brand. That was like $400 for a 55 inch 4K TV Jesus, on Amazon. I was like, damn. Is it like Vizio or something. <laughs> it was Emerson. I think Emerson. I've never, they make
0: TVs. Apparently.
1: Okay. <laughs> but I was like, man, for 4K, I don't know, I don't have anything 4K. It might be cool to have. I thought they only did like toasters, right? <laughs> yeah, like, and not even good toasters. <laughs> <laughs> I get the get the TV in, man. This TV looks like shit, but makes a mean grilled cheese. <laughs> it, it kicks out the paninis like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man
0: So uh, let's see What else we got What else we got uh, you, Have you heard the big thing About uh, casting announced For the New Warriors I have Truman? not seen this at all You haven't seen this at all? Man, no The entire main cast Of the New Warriors TV show On uh, on Freeform Yeah Has been announced Sweet So you know They were like Anna Kendrick And Shanna, Shannon Purser They were gunning for the role Of, uh, of Doreen Green the Squirrel Girl role? Really? Did not get any of them. Didn't get either of them. Uh, there is a a comedian by the name of Milana Vaintrub who got the starring role of Squirrel Girl. And I have never heard of her before at all.
1: And okay. like,
0: I, I went and looked her up and I was like, I mean, I recognize her face, but like, I can't place where she's been. Yeah. And it's kind of... Uh, Kind of how the entire cast is it's a whole bunch of nobodies from the look of it. Um, maybe some of our younger listeners, you know, more hip with the newer stuff.
1: I feel like Anna Kendrick expressed interest publicly, but once it's like a show on free form, she's probably like, "That's nah, probably okay. I'm all right." <laughs> like the, the, when it, with Anna Kendrick, I bet it was like, "I hey, want yeah, that role. Let's make a movie in a where, movie <laughs> where I'm in there with Spider Man and Iron Man. Like, oh, you want to be on the show on a network no one's heard of?" Uh no. No, you I want, that that is not something I want to ABC do. You family? Mm, yeah. No, nah, nah.
0: not really. <laughs> I'm I'm good. You know what? Pass. Um so we've got we've got her, we've got um Milana Vintrub and the other big name, I guess the uh, the the male lead, the co-leader of the group or whatever is going to be Mr. Immortal, the uh the actor playing that that uh, that character of Craig Hollis is going to be Derek thieler who i've never heard of him either he's been in baby daddy and i looked up his his stuff on imdb and like there's not much to it it's kind of an unknown again but you know marvel does well with the unknowns so yeah i'm
1: scrolling down i'm scrolling down the the list of these people in the pictures and i don't know of any of these people but yeah yeah, go check it out everybody go check out the full cast is up that's neat. I don't know. I don't know much about the new Warriors anyway. So that's going to be a, just a cool, interesting show to me. Yeah, it's just going
0: to be a whole bunch of teenagers doing uh, doing neat, kind of almost Avenger'y type things, but in a teenager setting with uh, less angst than um, what was that other one? The Runaways. Less yeah. angst and parent hate.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: speaking of angst and parent hate. Jessica Jones Season 2 has started filming. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's uh, there's been a, a, a casting announced for that as well. Uh, Leah Gibson, who did a, uh, a small part in... What is that? Oh, God. Twilight. She did a small part in Twilight. <clears throat> She's been cast as a character named Ingrid. And Ingrid is described as a streetwise person who also has an education as a nurse. Now, the phrasing, also has an education as a nurse, says to me, is not a nurse. Like, right. obviously not with Claire Temple or whatever, but somebody who, I guess, was in nursing school and then fell from grace or, you know, turned to the dark side or something like that.
1: <laughs> but I like how, like, you have nurse turns to dark side as if, like, Jedi turns to sith and like nurse can do also turn to sith or something like yeah they can
0: (laughs) that's exactly how it is everybody becomes sith that's Um, cool and like nobody knows who ingrid is but like most of the reports that i'm reading are just like oh my god is this going to be typhoid mary i'm like why would that be typhoid mary that doesn't that's not her Mm, i don't know Cyford Mary in the comics has like dissociative personality disorder and she's a mutant and has like pyrokinetic and telekinetic and telepathic abilities. So I don't know where people are getting that from.
1: Yeah. They're just, uh, maybe she's had connections with um, Jessica Jones in the books at all. I mean, she was, she was
0: kind of created slash turned into a villain by daredevil accidentally. Okay. Well, maybe
1: people were just like, you know, he pushed hey, her out of a window. It's a it's a it's a Hell's yeah. Kitchen villain, maybe or person that's female. Maybe we it'd be cool to have a female villain for season two.
0: Yeah, of Jessica yeah.
1: Jones. I don't know. I mean, all of the all of the episodes of season two are going to be
0: directed by women. So, it makes oh really? Sense. Yeah, yeah. That's been.
1: I announced. didn't know that. Yeah. I heard. I heard. I heard the the person who's doing the first one here, Lucy Liu, directing the first episode. No, no, that's oh, no, 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 Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Oh. Luke Cage season two's premiere is going to be directed by Lucy Liu. That's rad. It's rad that they're getting so many female directors over there in yeah. the Marvel TV. That's cool. Yeah, I um, mean, you know, what, what people always talk about, you know, you you gotta give female directors movies and and, and 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 like people are like, this movie has to be directed by a female. The the thing is interesting is like, <laughs> when you pick a director. You're picking the best director for the movie. You're supposed to. Unfortunately, the truth is, until recent decades, movies and TV shows have been primarily directed by men. Totally sexist, but unfortunately that means most of the people up until recently who were the most experienced directors were men. Yep. Um, But what... what, So when you look at these big movies like who's going to direct Justice League, who's going to direct whatever, it's normally going to be a man who's directed a lot of other things. Right. Who they have a track record. What's cool about this, getting a lot of women in on the kind of like street level, like... TV shows is you're building a bench of female directors that if they show, if they show promise and and, and get that experience under their belt, then they can go on to direct those big films like Patty Jenkins is doing now with, with Wonder Woman. Um, one of my friends is always like for years has been like, they just need to give this to a woman. And I'm like, I I want women directors to be as successful as you do, but I also don't want them to just (laughs) give something. I want the movie to be successful. I want the the movie to be its its best. And everyone involved wants movies to be their best. And you don't want to give something just because she's a woman. You want to give it to a woman because she is the best for the job. And I'm not, and I think that can be absolutely true. In the case of Patty Jenkins, it was true. She was amazing on Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, but I, but I also get annoyed when people are like, this person's that race or that sex. That this character is this race or this sex. So they have to be directed by that kind of director. And I'm just like, maybe maybe they're not the best for that. Maybe they are. Um, so anyway, just excited to see a a, a wide bench of female directors. It, it, directing every episode of Jessica Jones. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. And at least one for um, for Luke Cage, one episode at least. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, there's also going to be a female director on the Captain Marvel movie, actually. Nice. If I recall correctly. Who, who is that? Oh, you would ask me that when I just kind of pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead and move on. We'll, we'll come back to it. Okay. Well, uh, speaking of Captain Marvel, uh, it looks like they're going to begin filming... Um, uh, on that, uh, on that around January 8th, according to reports and Samuel L. Jackson is looking like he's going to co-star in the Captain, uh, Captain Marvel solo movie, which makes sense because Captain Marvel was, uh, Captain Marvel was, or well, I guess Carol Danvers was a shield agent working with Nick Fury at one point in the comics. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense for him to be there and kind of, you know, just go with that
1: interesting yeah and it looks like it's going to be directed it has two directors listed on imdb okay anna boden yeah but also ryan, ryan fleck. fleck yeah uh, and anna Bowden has done a lot of movies it looks like but nothing that i've seen um actually it looks like they are a directing team they've directed the same movies sugar mississippi grind it's kind of funny and half nelson are all movies directed by those two directors so yeah they must be a team that's cool Kind of like the um, Russo's. The Russo brothers. You know, it has been a belief of mine for many years that too many cooks in the kitchens is a bad thing when it comes to films. Yeah. And that too much studio control is just a form of that same thing. Right. But Marvel's done such a good job. They're not always going outside the box. They're not always like... They're not reinventing the wheel every time, right? Sometimes they're telling a similarly told story, right? But they're doing such a good job of it that it's like changing my view. Like the the fact the Russos are a team; they're not, and the fact that they came from a world that they don't have experience with a ton of like special effects and things. So you know they're relying heavily on uh, character moments. Well i'm talking about they're relying heavily on their uh their crew oh yeah 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 they're like they're, <laughs> Mar- the marvel has the ability to make a great fight scene you know yeah like they have all the art directors and everything that'll throw a great fight scene together so like <laughs> they're relying on their directors to be these character directors that yes. come in and make the great characters and i love that
0: yeah they want the uh they want the action to grow organically out of how amazing the characters are and the conflict which not just for spectacle.
1: Uh, next week we're doing our top 10 scenes from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, it was it was it was a commissioned episode by Nathaniel Muzzy and uh <laughs> Uh, going through that today, a lot of it was like, man, that's a great fight scene, but is it emotionally relevant? Like, it was, <laughs> I was like, really, like, this one, I, this one's, a, this one, the fight scene's amazing, but this one, that was more emotionally, you know,
0: like, that's the same it, fight that I had oh, yeah? in my head. That's I was awesome. just like, okay, well, I really like this
1: fight scene, but this one made me cry. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> if, if, if you're in the middle of a superhero fight scene and it's making you cry, like, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. He killed my mom. <laughs> you killed my mom. Uh, crushing, crushing, soul indeed. crushing. Indeed, Wasn't indeed. even on my top ten list, though. Oh, yeah, interesting. Well, we're, yeah. We're, 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 we'll get to you guys with the top tens. You're yeah. spoiling it. We're not Sorry. supposed to tell them until that, next week. You know
0: what? <laughs> Spoil. You know, hint. Little drop in the bucket for next week. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of the Russo brothers and Infinity War, set photos have come out recently that. May kind of uh, may kind of confirm the Black Order is a thing because uh, the the person in a mocap suit <laughs> right is on top of Doctor Strange and the the tag on the uh, on the suit that he's wearing says E B Ma, E-B Maw E B space M A W which everybody knows. If you know from the comics, in the Black Order, one of the characters is Ebony Maw. And he is, uh, he's kind of a badass. He's one of those psychic characters, like, super strong mentally, but can also be really physical. And, um, he seems to be, in the set photos at least, he seems to be, like, on top of Doctor Strange's body, about to pull the time stone from the, uh, from the necklace. Like, from the Eye of Agamotto. Mm. And, uh... That's kind of that's kind of a big deal because that you know, we saw pictures before where we thought that it was Corvus Glaive, which would also probably bring in Proxima Midnight, and then um, you know, all you need at that point is Black Dwarf to to go to Wakanda, and they've been talking about Wakanda is going to be featured in the movie, so like it's all just coming together. And the Black Order is going to be a thing. Call you know, Obsidian.
1: None of this Black Order means anything to me, but you can tell how excited I, I am. I can tell how excited you are, and it just means. To us who are uninitiated, that we are going to have uh, more villains than just Thanos, which I don't know that that makes me excited or not. Like it makes me sort of uh, fear the Spider-Man three problem of too many villains. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I was excited that we've had we've had ten years to set up. Thanos. Yep. And I'm excited. I was excited about this one singular Thanos villain and having two movies to really get to know him and fear him and maybe more because he might show up in Thor Ragnarok or he might show up in uh, uh, Panther or whatever. Like we might have a long time or the movies in between the Infinity Wars. You know, I'd like to see Thanos really become the threat that we want him to be. But if you throw in, like, six other villains, it starts to be, like, water down the the time we're going to have with him. I understand. And and maybe Ebony Maw may never have a name mentioned on the show. Like, we, we've seen in the past, it's almost like a, in Spider-Man, we just watched, a little bit of a spoiler alert, Shocker's in the movie. Yeah. He's the only one that has a name Shock- like that. Shocker could have literally just been... A henchman. Yeah, like he, it, he did not matter. He was a henchman. <laughs> yeah, uh, it could be that simple. Is, is it just like just Thanos? Part of, his part of his like background crew could be Ebony Maw. You one know, of his
0: lute- Well, he's one of his lieutenants, right?
1: It it could just be his. You know, whatever. Almost like the Chitauri were for Loki. You know, like yeah. could be just one of those guys that's fighting around, and it's just a nice callback to the fans that it is Ebony Maw. You know, Yep. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I I just don't, I don't love the idea of having like a bit, I don't know. I'm torn. Part of me loves the idea of having like inner, inner connect, inner, inner inner relationships inside the villainy of what's going on. But I don't know, man. Part of me fears the, the Spider-Man three problem.
0: I think they're going to be okay. The, the issue that I'm scared of is that they're going to have too many heroes (laughs) in
1: infinity war. I'm less worried about that because they've all been set up. We saw in Civil War, if you bring in a bunch of heroes that you already know, you can give them three lines in the whole movie and they still make an impact. They don't distract. They're just like, if you do it right, and the Russos know how to do it right, um, as long as you have your focus characters that the movies are really about then it's it's going to be okay. The only problem is this is not a Captain America movie. Yeah, it's an this Avengers movie. This is an movie. Avengers movie. So uh. it's not going to be as focused. It's, it's going to be... They're going to try to give everybody their due and everybody their moment. Yep. And if you get too many in there... Can't have too many moments. Not everybody can have their moment. Not everybody can have a moment. Oh, man.
0: The... Um The last couple of things that I have is that there's a casting call uh, that was laid out for Ant-Man and the Wasp, which apparently started filming last week, Uh, but there's a casting call out for an African-American male in his 50s to 60s, very intelligent, Um, and that says to me and a lot of other people on the internet, Dr. Bill Foster might be coming into the Ant-Man verse, into the Ant-Man storyline. Okay. Dr. Bill Foster was Goliath. He was he was cool. a really good friend of Hank Pym, and then eventually became, you know, one of those growing heroes like Goliath you know, oh. was one of the giant style. Yeah, 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 heroes. yeah. I've seen I've seen Goliath. Goliath actually was part of uh, part of the Civil War story. He was killed by the uh, the cyborg Thor in Civil War. Right, like kind of a really big thing. <laughs> Not, you know, not talking about a size or anything like that.
1: <laughs>
0: but, you know, it, it could be a thing. It could be somebody else. But, you know, that's something to look forward to, right? Yeah. And I guess the last little, tiny little tiddly bit is just a, a funny thing. So Thor Ragnarok's the next movie to come out. But it isn't called Thor Ragnarok everywhere. <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's been a poster shown online that, uh, that shows the Japanese poster for it. Since Ragnarok is not part of the Japanese... Uh, language, and, you know, normally, it's been titled in Japan Mighty Thor Battle Royale. <laughs> and I kind of want that title to be the, the actual title. That
1: may be what I call it forever. Mighty Thor Battle Royale. Mighty Thor Battle Royale. I do like that. I do like that. <laughs> it's a that. good one. Uh, so that's all the news we got, right? Yeah, that's all the news. That's awesome. Uh, thanks for bringing all the news, Jeff. Always wonderful. Uh, Even when there's too much of it. One thing we, we've we talked about it a few times lately. We've been having some people, I think it's people that use iTunes, have been experiencing some weird download drops where like they'll get four or five episodes drop at once. And it's from like they'll already have seen those episodes and then they'll redrop into their iTunes feed. Yeah, it's like the re-download. I had a couple of theories I tested them out. I had a, I had people let me know when they were getting these weird drops. All of my theories make no sense. I don't know why these drops are happening. We're going to talk to Blog Talk Radio, who is our uh, service server provider or whatever they, they they're their host. They're our host. Um, I don't know what's going on, and I'm really sorry. I know it can be real annoying to look down and be like, "Oh, I have four new episodes." Oh no, I've oh, heard all these before. Nope, I've seen. All, I've heard all these, so I, I really want it to stop. But it's nothing from what we're doing on our end, <laughs> as far as we know. As far as we know, I mean, I mean, at, like someone had it happen this morning, and we have literally not touched our feed since last Friday when I posted everything, or last Thursday when the after we we recorded, I posted everything. I haven't touched it since then. Well, and I, this morning it like apparently refreshed for some people.
0: I updated the blog post on the website, but that was that days ago.
1: Yeah, but the the not. I don't. I don't want to get into the weeds of this, but like that's. They shouldn't touch the. It the iTunes touch our feed. iTunes feed. Yet. Yeah, that's not where it comes from. Our blog. Our blog is. We used to run our feed through our blog, but we don't anymore. We run it straight from Blog Talk, so it should be just what happens on Blog Talk Matters now. So. We'll see. I don't know. We're Second. working. On it. We're working on it, guys. Sorry. Sorry to have you say that, but let's get to the more positive things that people are saying. <laughs> or I don't know, man. These might be negative. Maybe all negative feedback this week. <laughs>
0: you never know. <laughs>
1: all right. So, Sherman Smith said to us
0: on Facebook. Interesting Dark Knight argument, but we all know that he didn't hurt innocents, except for Rachel, because they didn't happen or they didn't happen to get in his way, not due to some altruistic intentions from the
1: Joker. That is true. That is true, given all of our knowledge of the Joker. But, you know, maybe not true in this universe. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows, Sherman? Who knows? We do. Not me. (laughs) Not ever. (laughs) I never knew anything. Uh, So
0: Sherman Smith also said, Can Flaggy stop Spider-Man from showing up in Sony movies? If Spidey does show up, does that automatically put Sony Spider-Verse in the MCU?
1: That is a great question.
0: That is a good question.
1: We don't know um, <laughs> one that we don't know the answer to. We are not privy to those discussions, and I don't Yet. know that he has a way of stopping them if they just decide. Except for you don't want to piss Marvel off. Uh, I, I, I think it I'll- might be in the
0: contract of like their their entire film agreement of like. You know, Spider-Man can come into the MCU and you guys can have all the money. We'll take all the toy money, but you, you know, can't you put, can't in put Spider-Man in other things because that would wreck our character. And you can't have him. Don't touch him. Well, but then the way she spoke...
1: Was, uh, you yeah, know. the
0: way that Amy Pascal's been talking is that he could show up somewhere. He could. It would be, you know, he'd be in the background. He could right. show up in Venom or whatever.
1: And, and the, the, that makes me think that maybe the way he looked at her when she said that, it was, or the way he looked, he like froze and got this weird deer in the headlights look. Um, it was like... And then later, uh, later like, he was just like, What are like, you trying no. to do? What are you trying to do? Yeah, he, he was trying not to be rude, I think, but he's yeah. like, No, that is not in the same universe. Which, who knows? Who knows what they're going to do? They might change their mind. Maybe, could be that he didn't want to roll out that information yet.
0: Yeah. Who knows? We'll know. find
1: out, I'm not sure. Not me.
0: I don't know nothing. Not never. (laughs) Uh, Dustin Small said to us on Facebook, Potential Game of Thrones spoiler, maybe? But this is all I
1: could think of during that darn Inhumans trailer. It's a great, (laughs) great picture of Lockjaw the dog. (laughs) (laughs) The giant bulldog. The giant giant bulldog looking at... um, the car- the guy playing Maximus who was in Game of Thrones and he's saying no not this again, um, <laughs> and uh, in Game of Thrones th- that same actor had a run in with dogs. That's all. That's all I'll say. Not a not a spoiler. He just had a run in with some dogs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh so Kyoki strange or wow god i read so far ahead when i combine names like that uh Kioki young said to us on facebook forget star lord no shit sherlock should be said by tony stark to stephen strange
1: that is a great way of simplifying it and it would definitely fit tony stark's character i like i like it it really would he would be I love that we're like bouncing this around for weeks now. It's been kind of back ping-ponging with the feedback and our ideas and the feedback and everyone's kind of like coalescing to different ideas. I I feel like we're in a writer's room yeah. like everyone's like, "Oh, no, how about this? Ooh, or this guy." It's like it's kind of fun.
0: Yeah, and then it's probably never actually going to happen.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, no, probably not.
0: <laughs> Absolutely no. No way.
1: But you can have it, Marvel. Uh if you, if you're out there, you can you can steal that from us and the listeners <laughs> It wasn't our idea originally, but I'm sure the listeners don't mind Come on
0: Yeah, they just want to see it happen uh, Jeffrey James said to us on Facebook Little known fact, like Chloe Bennett, Medusa had a brief career as pop star Interesting So He posted a picture along with that Yeah It looks like it could be Surrenda Swan in crazy makeup That's funny I'm not sure though I don't know how I feel about that <laughs> A little bit odd. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, over on Twitter, Jake Oz said to us at MCU Cast, "Hey guys, hi, love the podcast. Oh, thank you. Only recently found it. Oh, I've become a fan very quickly. Two things though. Number one, please never do an Aussie accent again. As an Aussie myself, it was tough to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was all right. Uh, number two, you guys missed out on a great pun while talking about the future Miles Morales theory." He's miles ahead of us. <laughs> Love what you guys do. Keep it up.
1: Nice. Yeah, I, I, I like that. He, I have he had, is miles miles
0: ahead. I have had other Australians tell me that my Australian accent was not bad. Well,
1: that's not what this Aussie says.
0: You know what? Australia's a big place with a lot of a lot of land to cover. And there's differences in the accents. Sometimes
1: so. sometimes people are just nice to you, Jeff.
0: You know? <laughs> Maybe (laughs) Marvel Mom said to us on Twitter Was reading some of the Runaways Saw this reference and thought you guys would get a kick out of it too Yeah
1: It's pretty great It's uh, one of the characters I guess is a vampire Says Sorry kid Whedon got it wrong Stakes don't kill vampires They just give us heartburn (laughs) Um, And I love that Whedon is referenced But what's also cool about that is Whedon wrote Two years uh, Were written by someone else on Runaways The originator of Runaways. And then uh, Whedon took over writing Runaways. Yep. And that was pretty awesome. Whedon has like a pretty good, substantial run on Runaways, which was awesome. He's
0: got a good run on Runaways.
1: Yeah, good run, 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 Runaways.
0: (laughs) All right, so Charles Baker sent us a message, says, I'm so excited that Randall Park has been casting Ant-Man and the Wasp as a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Are you guys as excited about the potential for an actual crossover with the show as I am?
1: I am... Super excited if that if that's the case. What actually worries me <laughs> is that they're planning to bring uh, Shield back into that universe, into the movie side, and maybe without any like care of whether it fits with Shield or not, <laughs> the uh, show. That's uh, so yes, it would be awesome if Randall Park is somehow. Also, Randall Park is a TV actor. Yeah, yeah. he could easily. Is he? On? Are they on? uh the same channel abc abc right shields on abc right yeah yeah sorry shields on abc i think shields his, on ABC. i think his show uh, is on abc as well what's his show um i um, believe it's uh fresh off ask. the boat fresh off the boat yeah uh what what channel is fresh off the boat uh, on? that one's that one's on abc okay like that'd be a perfect fit if if Randall Park could easily, you know, Just bring him over, jump over onto another ABC television show, uh, it makes sense because they're all they're all Disney. Um, yeah, so so I hope so. I really hope so. Um, but it also worries me that they're going to bring him in and be like, "Yes, I've been the director of Shield these past few years, putting it back together, and I'm here to talk to Hank Pym." It's like, no, what are mm. you doing? <laughs> it's like, no, stop. <laughs> Yeah. So that would be... You're negating everything we've ever wanted. Yeah. I would not be happy with that. You hear me, Feige? (laughs) (laughs) Not happy. Would not be happy. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, So
0: let's see. Next up, uh, Carrie McKellar said to us on Facebook, Correction, it says Earth 1988, but it looks like Texas in the summer.
1: Uh, She's talking about the beginning of, of... We were talking about last week whether it was... Uh, he's in what part of the world they're in in Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, we, uh, he was born in, or he, we know that in the second one they're in Missouri, but in the first one it just says Earth 1988. So we're not sure what part of, uh, America Star Lord is, is, is in in that part when he is picked up. So our theory, basically, our theory about, um, Whatever it is, uh, him getting no shit Sherlock from <laughs> from that movie from Little Shop of Horrors. Oh yeah, from Little Shop of Horrors could be could still be a possibility. Could still
0: be, I mean, it's more of a possibility. Yeah, exactly. Because he's been around long enough. Yeah, you know, a couple of years longer now, or from what we were saying. But you know, we're we're not sure where he was picked up because you know, the he says. You know he he's not from uh he's not from missouri in the movie it says missouri at the beginning it could be that he was picked up in missouri but then again you know people move sometimes yeah. so, it so we, it's anything. just
1: unconfirmed we just don't know where he was yeah we're
0: not we sure don't, we don't know we don't know we don't know nothing nobody tells me anything they didn't ask me. Not okay. ever. Uh, Jordan Nelson said to us, "Hey guys, just listened to your bit about a superhero contest
1: reality TV show, and it reminded me of this." And uh, it's he sent an IMDb yeah, link. It was for uh, for Who's who wants it? to be a superhero? Stan Lee's. Who wants oh, to God. be a superhero? It's a real s- silly uh, reality TV show where there's a bunch of people pretending to be superheroes. It's super fun. He says. Uh, did you ever see any of
0: this? So cheesy. The effects are silly, and the challenge is cringeworthy. But a good watch if you need a laugh. Maybe there's some good ideas in there for you to use as as you start to write your own <laughs> show. Also, you guys should do a Twitch live video recording. It'd be fun to watch you guys talk instead of just listening. You guys rock.
1: Yeah, thanks, I don't know if I'm ready Jordan. for you to watch me. Uh, I'm not an exhibitionist. <laughs> it would be cool. We've talked about doing video. And it'd be neat, and I, you know, we need a better setup <laughs> before yeah. we do that. Yeah, I, well, we need a video set up. Our, That's fair. Our our audio. This is fine for audio, but yeah. you know, yeah, we need we need we need something for video. If we're gonna we need like a cool backdrop and a desk, and like that's actually part of what I wanted to do in this room, but haven't gotten around to it.
0: Yeah, um, we could use like an MCU cast banner in the background That'd be awesome. Yeah, man,
1: or just like green screen and like have have like hulk behind us and then no have Iron the Man. have the
0: photo stream flipping through
1: yeah all the be, pictures that yeah, i always absolutely. put in the photo stream well We'll talk about this off we'll mic, but that. yeah, like there's a lot we could do with that. Um, we could bring up little, little like news style, like this week, blah, blah blah, said blah blah, and like that picture of that thing come up at that moment. Yeah, <laughs> be pretty cool. Um, <laughs> now also, we're, now we're getting into late like,
0: screen junkies news.
1: Uh, yeah, no, yeah, and that'd be awesome to to expand to do stuff like that. It's just a lot more work than just sitting around and talking for a few hours about the stuff. This is already a lot of work, but doing the videos, adding a whole other element. We basically need someone who wanted to come in. Yeah, I definitely (laughs) would. Um, Anyway, it would be cool. Speaking of, apparently last week on the cast, I don't even remember saying it, but I said that I I should make that show uh, that I've been talking about, about a superhero reality show. Because I got multiple people telling, giving me ideas for the show. And I was like, (laughs) I forgot I said I should do that. But yeah, I would love to do that. (laughs) I was like, did I say I'd make that? Uh, I hope so. I hope that'd be really awesome. Um, Let me get this album made and then next year. Maybe next year is my make the reality show. Yeah, you're
0: going to transition from music into visual entertainment. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, Create Dragon Films might be able to help with that, but until then, he said on Twitter, Adam's Ucast, <laughs> Hi guys, Peter Quill was taken away in 1988. Also, just curious, do you two frequent our Marvel Studios on Reddit like I do? Uh, Not until recently. Not until recently. I kind of uh, I went and made a a Reddit account, just so that I could talk about how the Inhumans trailer is irking the shit out of me.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, it really doesn't look good. Yeah.
0: Like I was really excited, and I was real, I was real hopeful. In the beginning, right. and then I watched it a bunch, and it just got worse and worse.
1: I'm just now realizing, we've had two feedbacks talking about how Earth 1988 is when he left.
0: Yeah, we were saying 1986.
1: Yeah, that's what the problem was. That was my bad. Yeah, that's what everyone is That's what everyone's getting on to us for. We were yeah. taking it, and they were talking about the location. They're talking about... The the time, yeah. Our
0: our misstep on the year, or well, my misstep on the year, and I led you astray. And I'm sorry.
1: It's okay. It's okay. I don't mind. Just don't let it happen again.
0: Nerdy Tastic said to us on Twitter at MCUcast. If you really want a withering, no shit Sherlock from a Watson, have Lucy Liu deliver it. She would be a great Abigail Brand.
1: Mm. Who's Abigail Brand? You don't know. Agent of Sword. Oh, yeah. Beast's girlfriend. I know I've heard the name. With the green hair. I think, yeah, yeah, I think green. she's actually in the she's, weed and run of X Men. Really? I think so. Okay. Because they, they deal with Sword and that whole thing. Uh, and I know I've heard the name before. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, Lucy Lou. And now she's working in the universe. She's directing, but still, <laughs> she could easily show up, spin to the other side of the camera um (laughs) just spin it around show us off show us your green show us your green show me
0: your green lucy (laughs) that sounds real creepy it does
1: it does please don't say that anymore
0: okay Nerdy Tastic on twitter also said to us at mcu cast also if benny batch i can call him that because we're friends in my head is dr strange and rdj
1: as iron man then who should johnny lee miller be dr fate johnny lee miller i think plays him on Elementary. elementary yes I have not seen elementary. And Dr. Fate is a DC hero. Oh, is he? Yeah. Uh-oh. Can't do can't, that. Can't be in our universe. <laughs> Maybe when the crossovers happen. You <laughs> I know, it's got to happen eventually, right? Like, what, what's your percentage chance that they'll eventually do a DC Marvel crossover? Oh, man.
0: Mm, I, don't, I, I don't... I don't... I don't... I don't want to say... it, it Well... Mm, if I talk about that, I'm gonna talk trash on DC. Just, a,
1: just not now. I'm saying ever. Like, I think I think DC is gonna get their act together. They're gonna get. They're gonna pull it together. I think
0: Wonder Woman turned it around for
1: them. And they they're, definitely they're do better. It definitely did. They definitely like hit hit a hit a good stride with Wonder Woman, and hopefully they'll continue that. Uh, and Whedon's making Justice League. Whedon is actively redoing portions of Justice League. I think that movie's going to be good. Mm. I really do. I don't think they have as good of a setup as they had with Marvel doing Avengers. It's it's pretty amazing that he's taken over directing (laughs) Justice League after he's already done Avengers. Like, what a nerd hero! I mean, like, (laughs) well, it started
0: with him gonna do the Batgirl movie.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Um, But uh, but yeah, I think as far
0: as as far as that crossover, uh, I'm gonna put it at a
1: solid. 25% Twenty-five percent that that happens. I think that's a fair. I think that's a pretty fair assessment. I think it's very possible that in like ten or 12, ten or twenty years, like universes will be passé, and it's all going to be about universe crossovers, <laughs> like crises, having insane like uh, you know what if stories. Uh, Nerdy Tastic also said to us, she was real talkative this week.
0: Uh, Adams, you cast, and as far as Jude Law goes, he's young Dumbledore, so there's your crossover. <laughs>
1: So, also not Marvel, but... <laughs> it's I, okay. I like it.
0: It's okay. Uh, Randy SF 45 said at MCUcast, I just saw Baby Driver today, and I'm glad Edgar Wright left Ant-Man. I don't understand the hype.
1: Ooh, that hurts me. That's harsh.
0: Because Baby Driver's got real good reviews.
1: I mean, I, I just loved I loved it. I will say it's not nearly as good as... Uh, well, it's a very different movie than... Uh, Shaun of the Dead and his Cornetto trilogy. Hot Fuzz, man. Hot Fuzz is great. Shaun of the Dead's great. Into uh, the World's End. I was like, Into the World. What's that movie called? At World's End or whatever. World's End. That that movie. Those movies are great, and they're also super funny. This was not nearly as funny. It's great. It's stylish. It's fun to watch. Like really fun characters, and uh, it's a good movie. But would, it's just not. Would you say it's a wild ride? I would say it's a wild ride. Okay. Uh but I wouldn't say it's nearly as funny as I was hoping it'd be mm-hmm. given his previous work. So that was kind of a bummer. Okay. Um but yeah.
0: Andrew Gexy said to us on Twitter at MCU Cast, The Marvel or I'm sorry, the Arkham games work
1: uh blah, blah. He's quoting us. He says we said one of us said the Arkham games were doing very much the same joker, just different voice actor. I don't remember saying that, uh but he Could was just, me. He was just letting us know that no, that was also Mark Hamill. Uh and I, I don't know. If I did say that, I very much apologize because I definitely know that Mark Hamill was was in all all the all the Arkham games except for Arkham Origins, which was Troy Baker, and he also was awesome. He did a basic Mark Hamill impression. Uh he really but did a younger version. Yes, a younger version, but it wasn't that different. I mean really wasn't. He was just very, very similar to the Mark Hamill Joker that we all know and love, so yeah. I love it. I
0: mean, that is a fun voice to mimic. I'll, I'll say that much. Uh, give, us,
1: give us your Joker. I don't want to. Not, not prepared? No, it
0: makes me crazy when I do that voice.
1: Okay, well, let's not do that. We've got a lot to do tonight. Can't, okay. Can't afford <laughs> you to be crazy. <laughs>
0: can't afford to lose you now. <laughs> You've got things to read. Johan um said to us on Twitter, Adam C. would you guys like the idea of a TV show about Howard Stark? I think the timing is wrong, but a dope idea. I could get behind a a Howard Stark TV show. It it would be hard for them to find the right transition time between uh, Dominic and. uh, God, what is his name? I know who you're talking about. Older Stark. Yeah, okay. It would be hard to transition between younger and older Stark because they look so different. They do. Also, his nose got real sharp in his older years.
1: <laughs> also, Dominique uh, is now on The Preacher, which is amazing. Yeah, and I don't think it's going anywhere. I think it's going to be around for a few seasons. I think he's going to be busy? Yeah, bit. I do. Uh, man, they, it's so good. Maybe they could get a transitional actor who's going to play the guy from the seventies or whatever. <laughs> like, well,
0: no in the, in <laughs> in the sixties or seventies he did the recording. Uh, like the the recording for like Welcome to the Stark oh, you're Expo right, thing, you're right, right, yeah.
1: and he, that was the that the was the seventies, the older one. When did he? When did they pass? Pass. When did they die? Ninety one. Ninety one. Okay. Yeah, December sixteen. That seems nineteen ninety
0: one.
1: I'm not sure that Howard Stark makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind like he doesn't. He looks about fifty in those recordings. And his son is like twenty. He's like in, in, in those a, recordings in 1991. Sorry, okay. in 1981. In that video we see in, in in Civil War, he looks about fifty, and his son looks about like he's talking about going away on summer vacation or something. Um, his it, it, how, uh, Tony looks like he's about in his twenties. I don't think Howard could be much older than fifty. But if you go back from ninety to the forties, he was like thirty
0: yeah he was he was mid twenties in uh in the first avenger movie and in also agent carter right so that was you know nineteen forty he was in his
1: twenties in those movies he looked like it i i think he looks like it, at least in his thirties i think they were trying to go younger on him okay i don't know in that first, in 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 cap for the first avenger when he's flying that plane and everything he just looks like he's in his thirties to me but anyway even twenties, twenty. You go forward fifty years. Was, it's about <laughs> he'd be time in, he'd be in his seventies uh, in ninety one, and he definitely looked younger than that. Yeah, um, and in, in 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 the in that visual and his, his yeah. I don't know. Just just a thought, but yeah, I never really thought about the timing of Howard Stark, but you I know, guess
0: <laughs> timelines in the Marvel. Cinematic Universe don't really make a lot of sense here lately. Yeah,
1: we've had a few people asking about that. Uh, actually, uh, Peepi? Peepi? I'm not sure how to say your Twitter handle. Pepai. Peepi! Uh, P-P-I, uh Says, can you guys please do a cast on the MCU timeline? Like, try to figure it out and stuff. <laughs> love the cast, by the way. <laughs> I really love that. Uh, you know, I have tried uh, to figure it out. <laughs> We we have definitely talked about it, but not without a lot of hard facts at our fingertips. Yeah, I'd really like to go through the actual films and put actual markers on timeline. I'm sure someone's done it for us. I'm sure the I'm sure the research exists on the internet. I'll, yeah, the, we should go through it and figure it out. The Marvel good... Cinematic
0: The Marvel Cinematic Universe Wiki has dates and years for all of the events that happened. Like can conca- cat like. Uh, gathering like the movies, all of the TV shows, all of the Netflix series, like
1: everything, all of them. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Well, that sounds awesome. Uh, we will have to look into that and try to give some give some sort. Maybe we'll do an episode on it. I don't know. We'll, <laughs> we'll 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 try.
0: We'll try. The the main issue is that we everybody accepts that Spider Man opened with. Or well, the Spider-Man Homecoming like first scenes were from right after the Avengers, which we assume was 2012. Right and then it after it says, Civil War. No, no, no. Right after the first oh, Avengers. Oh, right, movie. right,
1: right, right, right. Yeah.
0: So you know, with the cleanup and everything from the incident, as they right. like to call it. Um, so we assume that all of that is happening in um, in 2012, and then it says eight years later. On the timeline, like when it goes to the, the modern stuff and goes into Civil War and all of that. And I don't know. It's, yeah. If it's 2020 2012. Point.
1: Then, then, Then our universe is now three years ahead of current timeline. Yeah. At least Spider-Man is. But you know what? They're saying they want to make Spider-Man in the next movie a sophomore. He but was a sophomore this year. I'm sorry, a junior. They want to make him move one year at a time, right? That's that's no, what we heard in the past. I, that's what we assumed. I think we've actually had news about that. I'm not sure. Anyway. They're keeping him in high school for several years. For three movies. They said that these three movies are going to be in high school. So if they move him forward a year, let's say, we also know that movie is coming out after Infinity War, mm-hmm. which will be 2021. So if this is 2020, then, then all the next... Everything
0: happens in 2020. Yeah.
1: Everything through Infinity War is going to happen in twenty twenty 2020, twenty 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 one, and then Spider Man Two comes out. And so he'll be a junior just in time for twenty twenty one, just in time for all this to have happened. Be the only junior with gray hair. Yeah. How damn stressful that year is. <laughs> it's going to be a stressful year for all of us. So let's just let's just face it. Um, but no, no. I th- so I think it actually could make a lot of sense, just like uh you know we talk was it like fury's big week isn't there that whole yeah. thing uh when when you talk about oh yeah
0: the the MCU wiki uh about the timeline includes all of the things from all the tie-in comics and all the prelude comics and right. prequel comics and you know all of the all of it right
1: right right well i just i was just getting at that, those movies came out over the course of like two years, yeah, but they all supposedly happened on the same week. Yeah, roughly the same time frame. So it's very possible that they're doing the same thing where all these movies are happening, but they're all going to be happening in like a one, one year period. Yeah, a very
0: tight time frame. Yeah. I mean, the, the only thing that we really assume is that the Avengers movies are the, the hard pins in the timeline. They're the ones that say like, this happened in this year. And I don't know that that's the case. That's what we assume. Cause like, uh, the only time, okay. the only one that we actually like have evidence from is like, in Agents of Shield, why are we getting into this? In Agents of Shield, that's
1: not what I assume. The only thing I think is fair to assume is if it says it on the screen, it is this year. It is that year. Yeah. Otherwise, everything else is fluid, and I think they're smart to keep it fluid. Uh, but but that's I don't think I don't think we can assume anything. Yeah. We've they've never told us Avengers movies happen on the year they happen. Yeah. And I do think that in in one of the was it was it was it Daredevil or something where they say in twenty twelve.
0: It was an Agents of Shield. It was an Agents of Shield. That okay. Talbot said I was there in 2012 when the sky opened up and aliens came down.
1: Yeah, so we so that ties it to an actual year. But other yeah. than that, we just don't know. Uh, and, and, does, and they don't
0: even have to listen to Agents of Shield. Like no, they don't have to. They don't adhere to that. Uh, they don't. But hopefully, they will. Hopefully. Uh, so Ryan Crone said to us on Twitter, "Adam's UCast, cast, it was amazing. I can't wait to hear the cast on it, talking about Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh,
1: uh, yeah, we're getting into some Spider-Man talk here. I wanted to throw a few, a few Spider-Man talk things here at the end because uh, tomorrow is our feedback episode for Spider-Man. We're going to be talking all about your feedback to Spider-Man and all the different theories and discussion and stuff. So uh, come back tomorrow for that.
0: Yep. Uh, Geronimo at T sixty three. Geronimo said, "Adam, you Would Robert Downey steal too much good screen time in the Homecoming movie? For example, Will Smith in Suicide Squad. Uh, I don't think he did.
1: I don't think he did either. I think they used him incredibly tastefully.
0: Yeah, he was there just enough, and he was he was there when he wasn't. But you know, when he wasn't and he was, he didn't he you didn't really <laughs> feel his presence too much."
1: Right. But you did. I did. But it was just enough. I always I do think that he put an ever present Tony Starkness on the movie. Yeah. But it was just that he was playing the role of his mentor. You know, mentor figure, which a lot of movies have that role. Yeah. It doesn't make it a less of a Spider Man movie for him to have a mentor. Uh as long as that mentor is not There's a scene in the movie where I thought, and I talked about it last week, and I won't spoil it now, but I thought Iron Man was going to show up, Yeah, and he didn't, Yep, and that was an important moment for him not to show up, and and that's the kind of thing that's, I think, important, is to have those, there's two moments in the movie where Iron Man shows up, just to help out old Peter, and you're like, <laughs> this is kind of weird. Spider, I mean, he's like really on top of Spider-Man. He's, he's sort of ever present. Yeah. But then when it came down to it, he wasn't there at certain moments that were important. Yeah. So that was cool. Yeah.
0: Uh, Johann Wieren also said, Adam, you cast which characters should get a solo movie? Should uh, they do a fourth of Iron Man, Cap, or Thor? Which comic character should be on TV? Mmm. Good questions. Good questions all around. I don't think that they're going to do another Iron Man movie. Mostly because they they did three and it was a you know it was a solid trilogy. It capped his story, good bookends. That's pretty much it for him. Uh, I think that Cap could very easily get another story. Right. Um,
1: he could very very if easily. You had to pull pick,
0: from Civil War into something
1: else, if you had to pick one single single movie, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, or Hulk, original four. Okay. Who gets the movie?
0: Who gets the fourth one, or who gets,
1: gets the next who one? Who gets a new, who gets another movie? If only one of them could have another movie. I know we've already got Ragnarok coming out, but who gets one more movie? Oh. Only one. The rest will mm. never have. They might show up in in, in f- future things, but they're never going to have their own movie. One of those four.
0: We'll see. Like Thor's my favorite character. Yeah. No, that's fine. Pick him. I can't pick him, though, (laughs) because I don't know how Ragnarok is going to go.
1: That's true. It is hard to gauge Thor. I say Iron Man. I don't think that he needs one. I do. Because he's been through so much since Iron Man 3, he's developed as a character in such interesting ways in other people's movies, (laughs) Um, and I think it'd be cool to actually check in with him with a lot more maturity. He's just a different kind of hero. Yeah. Um and and
0: w- life's turning around for him in a in a mostly positive way.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's got kids looking up to him now. Yeah, he's got he's got a, a minty, you know? Like uh, that's it's cool. <laughs> a
0: minty. Oh god. You got me. You got me. That's a good one. Minty freshness. Uh, okay. So uh I, you know, I think it's pepai. Paypay, Okay. pay Payday pie 101. Pay the pie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pay pie 101 said, you cast. I think Spider-Man's third movie will be Spider-Verse with like a team of spiders. 2099, Noir, Scarlet Spider Gwen. What do you think?"
1: I think it's very
0: possible we'll get there. I think we'll get there just not I yet. I don't think in the third I movie. I think the third one personally, I think the third one is going to be a passing the torch from Peter Parker to Miles Morales.
1: Um, I heard a really interesting theory this week Okay On some other I don't It was on a podcast So I'm I'm sure I I don't even remember Who it was I dropped a theory on breaking the panel Oh yeah? What's your theory?
0: Oh well it was that Kevin Feige said in an interview That they're giving uh, Peter Parker this great five movie arc He specifically said
1: Should we we give a spoiler alert? For your theory? Is it? it, No. Okay. Okay. No. We're going to talk about some speculation here. We're done with feedback. Done with feedback. The rest is just speculation. We're
0: uncharted territory now.
1: Uncharted territory. So Kevin
0: Feige says in an interview that they're giving Peter Parker a five movie arc. Specifically Peter Parker, not Spider-Man. He used Peter Parker's name. Right. And he said Civil War, Spider-Man Homecoming... The next two Avengers movies, Infinity War, and the next one, and then <laughs> Spider Man: Homecoming two or whatever they gonna whatever they're gonna call it, he, you know, said, right. whatever we're gonna call that. So five movie arc. But Tom Holland has said that Spider Man: Homecoming is the start of a trilogy of Spider Man movies. Yep. And they said when they contracted him, he's got three Spider Man movies and three other appearances. Civil War was one of them. The other two <laughs> Avengers movies are the other two. But then there are three Spider Man movies that are gonna be he's going to make an appearance in. So, if he has a five-movie arc, then in the third Spider-Man movie, it could very easily be... He's handing it off to Miles Morales or, you know, all of these bad things happen, like in the comics with the death of Spider-Man, um, in the ultimate universe, when they find out who he is and they go in and attack Aunt May and he like lifts a semi over his head and beats Green Goblin to death with it or whatever. Like he's fighting for his life to try to save Aunt May. And then that happens. He either is like mentoring Miles Morales a little bit or like, you know, has him as a fun neighbor or something like that. Somebody that, even if he doesn't hand it off to him, if if Miles Morales sees that hero being who he is and then gets those powers, perfect. Perfect transition. Would be amazing. Sure.
1: Maybe I, spectacular. I kind of feel like getting rid of Peter Parker... I, I don't think they're going to get rid of Peter Parker. it too early to it get does. rid of Peter Parker. It does. I fe- Spider-Man, while he is great in high school and has a lot of classic stories told in high school uh I kind of want him to be an adult like I would love to see Tom Holland actually grow into an adult and be an adult Peter Parker oh shit uh, I heard a really idea. interesting theory someone had a random theory that they believed that somewhere around that third movie or infinity war or whatever um Tony Stark would get out of the
0: game Tony Stark is going to die and hand his company off to Peter Parker because in comics right now with the the way that the battle world happened like secret wars happened and then you know right made the new universe Peter Parker is a multi-billionaire uh, like business owner and okay Parker Industries or I think it's Parker Industries might be Parker Technology anyway he's got basically what looks like Tony Stark's building in his name but then Miles Morales is also Spider-Man
1: okay so that
0: could be a thing where yeah, he yeah. takes over the company and they do
1: love to love to keep things up with the comic books to some degree, yeah, um, but what they they were they were speculating uh that Peter Parker could actually take over for Iron Man, ooh, like and have like like an iron spider sort yeah. of situation yeah. where like. You know, in his leadership role of the Avengers, in his, like, leadership role with the Sokovia Accords, possibly with his company, like, if Iron Man were to die and he, like... He actually has spent five movies mentoring this young kid who like can actually take his take his role as a scientist and as a uh, as 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 a hero. Like that's kind of a cool idea. But then Miles Morales could take his spot as Spider Man because yeah. he could have a new role as the, more of a leadership role as as an Iron Man or an Iron Spider. I could see um, that be kind of cool.
0: I mean, you did say that in the next phase, we're going to see a vastly different MCU.
1: Yeah. So alright guys well that's all for us tonight we are the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network if you want to reach out to us hit us up at mcucast.com at mcucast on twitter facebook.com slash mcucast mcucast at gmail.com or if you'd like to support us hit us up at patreon.com slash mcucast we've been getting a lot of new supporters there super um, thankful Uh, just very thankful for you guys um, and I'll I,
0: extend the same offer that I extended to everyone else. If you <laughs> are a Patreon subscriber, I will do one rep for each letter in your name of the workout of your choice. You just let me know whenever you sign up. Just send us a message, and I will make a video thanking you with reps.
1: Yeah, showing off his swollenness.
0: Yeah, get swole. go be
1: Drax. There's actually a lot of cool little... Uh, of that's that is one of the rewards you will receive, but you also <laughs> you get an ad free and uh an ad ad-free and as early as it posts and early access to a lot of episodes early as we record so you you can actually check out those super early yeah you get early access to some episodes uh, as soon as that we record them and, and and get them edited and posted they're up even if we time delay them for the regular itunes feed so you get your own feed with 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 ad-free early access so that's really cool um And uh, there's some cool rewards, like some swag, and you can commission an episode, and some really cool stuff. So check it out, patreon.com slash mcucast. We really, really, really appreciate all you guys over there. Uh, We'll be back with you tomorrow with our um, Spider-Man feedback episode. Basically what you
0: guys are saying. Kind of the same things we're saying, but, you know, from you.
1: Uh, and and <laughs> now, sometimes drastically different. So. Yeah, no,
0: yeah, I'm gonna say what they're saying in the voice that I assume that they say it in. Okay, that's all. That's all it that is. sounds good.
1: Well we'll be back tomorrow with that. Thank you. <laughs> Until next time, true believers.